0: Hello, Genius Fans. Putting up with Aaron Michael Marsh.
1: Tell me more, Florida man. What do you think God intended?
0: (laughs) Uh, God intended for Native Americans to just watch us have sex, man. That's uh, that's basically my number one thing.
1: Wow. Okay. (laughs) So when you said God intended for Native Americans, I was like, oh, no. This is going to turn out really bad. And then you said that, which was... I mean, I don't want to say... It was more off-color than I thought it was going to be, but also, like,
0: more in the right direction than I was
1: afraid it was going to (laughs) be.
0: I tell you what, I'm not here to disappoint. I'm not here to disappoint your listeners. Mm -hmm. And
1: I will say, for a Florida guy, that's exactly what I think you think Native Americans are
0: for. Hey, man, listen. Native Americans they're cool with me and and as far as i'm concerned they can have anything they want uh including you know uh if they want to change the name of florida state's mascot cool uh if they want if they want to borrow some money cool that's what you think native americans aren't sports uh mascots (laughs) i don't i don't but that's like that's like a big issue like the trivialization of uh of uh, Native Americans, and it kind of sucks. Um, We're going to get in it
1: because where I grew up in Tucson, Arizona, the Native mm-hmm. Americans, we had the reservation that was right outside of city limits where yeah. you get cheap cigarettes, and that's where oh. the casinos are.
0: You know, what's interesting is I, it's so, that's so, it's so interesting because I, I was and so. And for you, the, your first thought was the Seminoles. Well, no, well, I know Florida State let me do one two, a couple of things at, at once here. Okay. You're Florida right. state, Florida state's mascot. Uh, uh, they refer to themselves as the Florida state Seminoles. And traditionally they have had a fraternity brother, uh, a, a paint himself in Brown face and ride a horse onto the football field and spear the center of the football field. Now that's not cool, <laughs> but <laughs> um But what I mean, the interesting thing from my perspective is I never was educated enough, oddly, uh, growing up about Native American people or say, you know, Columbus and how uh, people from, you know, Europe brought in smallpox and other diseases. And and honestly, to go even further, like the truth about Thanksgiving, it can't be as it can't be as civil and as it's depicted. Right. So uh-huh. it's, it's, what's crazy is growing up. I just thought like when, when somebody there, the thing about Florida is thing words are just words, meaning uh, there's no, like, there's no definition to them. It's like, if somebody said uh, native American casino, I'd be like, okay, you know, that's just, a native american casino like that doesn't mean anything but now you know getting older and being able to educate myself i'm like oh well you know these reservations should be protected and you know we shouldn't be building oil pipelines and you know kind of erasing their history sure. and trivial and trivializing them so i'm all which is all or to from say-
1: my perspective when i would drive through the reservation i would right. see the mass amount of poverty And then there's a couple of businesses that are very doing very well, does not seem to be sharing the wealth, you know, like, and that was really what it was. You're like, Oh, look, we've given some like tax exemption, which is why they're able to get the cheap cigarettes. Um, so, like, there's some of that so they could flourish in some way. But it's not getting to the people. It's getting to the business, mm. but not to the people.
0: You see, I – yeah, that's that's typical uh, of the government, isn't it? See, I – there's a place in Immokalee that had a Native American reservation and casino. But all I remembered Immokalee for, and this is growing up in Florida, Immokalee had a high school, and I played soccer uh, in high school and Seminoles, college. Seminoles, right? Immokalee no. High Seminoles? Immokalee, yeah, right? No, Immokalee, I I I, don't, I actually don't remember their mascot, but I do remember that at the time that I was going to high school there, this was uh when I was obviously, you know, uh I didn't go to sc- high school at uh Immokalee. I went to two high schools, Nor- uh, North Fort Myers High School and then a private high school called Bishop Vero. And I was oh. in, I was in high school, yeah. 15, 16, 17, 18. And Immokalee during that time had players on the team that it was later exposed that were in their thirties, thirties. How did they hide as teenagers? The principal uh, uh, vouched for them and uh, misrepresented their ages on certain documents. Uh, I get that, state. but also like, do they have tattoos and facial hair? And <laughs> <laughs> they they blended. Uh, in, they're men, right? They blended in oddly enough. Uh, I, it, I I I also am a bad person to ask for that because anyone that I talk to, I always assume we're the same age. Yeah, like Also, anybody. it's funny,
1: is like they're probably like, oh yeah, this guy's twelve year career. He's got ten thousand yards. You're like, Wait a <laughs> right, right, this right. Isn't, this isn't appropriate for high school stats.
0: <laughs> yeah, the LeBron James of uh, high school soccer, except uh, not because he's so good, but because he's been at it for 19 years.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he that guy. You can guarantee at least 80 yards every game for the last 10 years. He's amazing. He's the best. He,
0: he's automatic.
1: I'm sorry to keep bringing it back to Florida, but I am fascinated by um, alligators. Yeah, And I want to know if you ever saw them What do you do when you see one Because I come from a land of, of snakes But that's way right. different That's a different fear uh,
0: So in Florida there's uh, Route 41 Which brings you from I'd say Fort Lauderdale area On the east coast of Florida To where I grew up Fort Myers, Cape Coral uh, Southwest Florida So that there's a stretch On that interstate and it's an interstate with, oh man, it's, it's hard to even call it an interstate because there's not a lot of exits necessarily. And it's just a two lane highway, one going east, one going west. And that's nicknamed Alligator Alley. And uh, there have been multiple times where alligators have gone onto the road. And again, this is a two lane highway, one going west, one going east. And it stopped traffic entirely because there's nothing you can do. You're not going to go out there and move an alligator by its tail. Uh, you're not going to run over it, or because because then you'll have a flat tire. Uh, there's just nothing to do. We must submit to the alligators and what they want to do. Uh, other times, I so if seen you slowly them...
1: creep up on the alligator, does the alligator go? You know, I better get a move on.
0: Or is it like? (laughs) No, you're in trouble, pal. Uh, If you come face to face with an alligator, there's one thing you can do. I mean, mean, if I'm in
1: a car, if I'm in a truck where I'm like,
0: okay, I'm in a truck. I'm going to slowly move up on this alligator and honk my horn. Interesting. You know, I don't know.
1: Am I taunting it? Or is it like, okay, we get it. We'll go.
0: Right. I don't think alligators, do alligators even have ears? I don't know, dude. You're the one that knows them. (laughs) I've I've encountered an alligator in in Cape Coral. There's I'll tell you I'll, I'll get to your answer in Cape Coral, um, where I grew up. It's a suburb, but it was built on a place uh, that was never meant to house humans. Meaning, <clears throat> there is more canals in Cape Coral, Florida, than any other city in the entire world, including Venice, Italy, and they're all man-made canals. And what happens is you encounter alligators sometimes. And uh, that is terrifying, especially if you're in a boat, especially if you're in a very small boat. But if you're on land and you encounter an alligator, I, I don't know if you would treat it as a bear, like you would yell or get big, because uh, that doesn't really matter. They'll come after you. So the only thing you can do is run away. And if you run in a zigzag, that's what you're encouraged to do in Florida. You're encouraged oh. to run in a zigzag because so, they can't, because because of the placement of their eyes. Now I don't know if this <laughs> is true. I don't know if this so Barry is Barry Sanders is safe. <laughs> exactly. I don't know if this is true or not. Good thing you never played for the Dolphins. I don't know if this is true, but that's what was told to me in school. If you ever encounter an alligator running a zigzag pattern, and because of the placement of their eyes on their head, they won't be able to necessarily keep up with you or follow you. Mm-hmm. So that's the best advice I can give you. Also, you know, also other advice I'd gotten from teachers growing up. um, A teacher, a science teacher in seventh grade, Mr. Kenny told me, he told the whole class, he was like, uh, how do you measure a one liter? How do you measure up to one liter? And this was on a test. A one liter is half of a two liter bottle of soda. That's, that was his, that was what he had to say. Later, another teacher said. should have
1: been fired. Yes.
0: Another teacher said to me the difference between North America and South America is South America still flies the Confederate flag, (laughs) which is wrong. Wrong South America. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Yeah. Very interesting. He, he, he actually uh, helped. I mean, I think he hurt, but um, he assisted in getting a lot of 17 and 18 year olds registered to vote for that upcoming presidential election. <laughs> Cause he was a social studies teacher. So that's where I'm wait, coming so from. That,
1: okay. No, wait a second. Is that bad? It would be bad for him to influence only the ones that he agrees with. But if he gets the whole class to do it, if they're mm-hmm. legally of age to do so, then you're mm-hmm. just encouraging voting.
0: No, he was very, you like, not in Florida. Yeah. He was very conservatively slanted and, you know, it's, it's, it's harder to do. It's harder to, to teach with, I imagine, I imagine it's harder to teach without bias, but you know, that's what makes a good teacher. It's not easy being a teacher. So. No, it's uh, not easy being a teacher. Yeah. Uh, i I know a lot of good friends that are teachers. I, I, I was a teacher once, once upon a time. What'd you teach? Um, I taught uh, improv and uh, acting in this John Casablanca's modeling and talent agency in Orlando.
1: It's crazy <laughs> uh, how every word you said sounded faker and faker as you. Know.
0: It did. Well, <laughs> I was also 21 and I paid a hundred dollars a class. For I think twelve weeks of like modeling and uh, acting. This is in Orlando. This is the only option I had when I was twenty twenty one. You were a model. I I was uh,
1: Florida. Strike home- me a model. Mo- give me a model pose. Oh, there we go. <laughs> that's a uh, that's very much the Sears catalog model
0: pose. I modeled. Yes, I modeled in uh, Florida Home and Leisure magazine. Um. But to get there, I had to go through 12 weeks and a course that costs a hundred or a hundred dollars a week. You do the math. Uh, and then after $1,200, it is correct. Uh, yeah. After that, they represented me for modeling and like runway and acting and stuff. However, the only way I was really going to get my money back was to become a teacher. And then they ended up paying me, I don't know, 60 or 70 bucks. Uh, per class, and it was in you a, do the math. It's, yeah. it's a crazy scam. Also, like John Casablancas uh, is the father <laughs> of Julian Casablancas, sounds... the father of Julian Casablancas of the Strokes. Oh, cool! Didn't I love the Strokes. Him. Didn't get to meet him. I love the Strokes too. Of course right? not. But that was of course a you didn't scam. get to meet him. Total but John scam. casablanca sounds like such a
1: scam artist name. Like that's like Ron Mexico.
0: Ron Mexico so in Florida.
1: Where the runways zigzag in case an alligator showed up.
0: <laughs> that's wow. <laughs> that's amazing. It should have been. It should have been. Wait, so Ron Mexico
1: struck a chord with you.
0: That's Michael Vick's hotel name, isn't it?
1: Um, oh, it's what he told women. Yeah. If he was sleeping with women, he was telling him his name was Ron Mexico, so they couldn't figure out that they were sleeping with him. Ah get out do
0: you think he he got in trouble
1: because he was giving them herpes (laughs) seriously yeah and you're like you can't be giving people herpes and giving them a fake name
0: dude it's one or the other see this is why i respect Derek jeter more you know he had the gift baskets for for uh mariah carey and all 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 of his uh
1: i don't think he gave a gift basket to mariah carey he gave a gift basket to one night stands
0: true but you know, if you're Mariah... Do you know like, how
1: that got that? out? Do you remember how that got out?
0: No, how did it get out?
1: A girl got her second gift basket.
0: He forgot that he already gave her one. Oh, uh,
1: wow. I've heard- I don't think Derek Jeter would have forgot Mariah Carey. Somewhere along the line. Like, should we give her a second gift sure. basket? Also, you don't give Mariah Carey a gift basket. You know, like...
0: You know what? You can't... No one's perfect, right? Derek Jeter, not per- not perfect. You know, can't remember everyone's name. Can't even remember everyone he slept with. So mm-hmm. he's, st- he's still my captain. I'm a big Yankees fan. Been, been a big Yankees fan my whole life. So what, what happens if you walk
1: into... Let's say you're dating a girl for two years. Yeah. All of a sudden, there's a Derek Jeter gift basket. Just like she leaves it by the door. And you walk in, and you're like, hey, um... What? Was... And she's like, oh, I want it in a raffle.
0: Yeah, she's lying. Uh... <laughs> It's like I know a Derek Jeter gift basket when I see one. Uh, I wonder what he does for Easter. Jesus, he probably gets really he troubled. hides his
1: autograph around the house. Yeah,
0: but for Easter, he like I want to see I want to see an SNL sketch where Derek Jeter dresses up as the Easter Bunny and gives out these gift baskets. You know what I mean? That's I think, hilarious. I, to me. I think
1: it's the opposite. He goes to an Easter party and sees all these kids with baskets and he's like, oh my God, these people are monsters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the answer right there. I love that. Uh, yeah. It's just like, oh, I hate Easter. Oh my God. What would I do? Florida's interesting. interesting. Um, what, what would I do if I met, if I saw a girl with a Jeter uh, basket, I would be psyched and I'd also be like, oh, not this again. Um. Uh, Again,
1: what because of the Shaq? Shaq's not like keeping away baskets.
0: No, Shaq's Shaq's doing the most. Uh I have I have history with many celebrities. Um would we uh, call this history, would we call this an Eskimo Brotherhood. Yeah, I guess so. Eskimo Brotherhood. Uh, part of the fraternity is uh my fraternity is Shaq. Uh Jacoby Ellsbury. Um, oh, nice uh <laughs> and <Jillian> casablanca <laughs> <laughs> no uh and a very very close to aaron judge actually uh all so, right yeah uh but i'd be i'd be like yeah of course that, that stuff happens in florida uh and i'd be like good for you i can't if aaron if you if you had like some sort of like next morning gift what would it be like hey thanks for spending the night um Here's here's the Aaron Marsh, uh, gift basket. What's in that basket?
1: Uh, Derek Jeter autographed baseball.
0: You're gonna give that. <laughs> you're gonna give one of those to every girl you sleep with. Get out of yeah, here. Yeah, and the girls are like, "Why do you have so many Derek Jeter
1: gift baskets?" And I was like, "Hey, that's between me and Jeets. <laughs> you mind your business and take your basket and get out of here." What would it be? I mean, probably a Chicago Cubs hat. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. We're goodness. really gonna start right there. I love um, that. A little. I love that. Mini wrestling action figure, probably some kind of baby Yoda eraser or something. You know? Nice. nice. It's like such a good Dave and Buster's quality stuff that I'm thinking of. Like I think it would he- really make them second guess. It would be like the little frog with the little tab on the back, and you push it on his butt and he jumps. And then they'd be that. like, hey, uh, don't sleep with Aaron. It's not worth it. The swag <laughs> is awful. <laughs> the, s-
0: the swag is oh, awful. Dude, yeah.
1: Look, I got stickers and pins with my face on it.
0: <laughs> you get one of that give him one of those. Yeah, give him one of those. Yeah, that, that's a good, that's a nice little basket too. You know, and it doesn't have to be a basket it necessarily, it can just be uh, like a cup, like a plastic. Or, oh, you can put all these things in like a, a, a coffee mug. Oh, sure. Yeah, like Mark Marin. Like Mark Marin. <laughs> oh, right.
1: Oh, wait, no, what? So, what's in your basket? What's in your swag basket?
0: My swag basket, it would be a couple things I love. Uh, strawberry Australian licorice. you know, you know what I'm talking about? No,
1: but I'm going oh. to sleep with you to find out.
0: <laughs> it's some of that. Uh, it would be a gift card uh, to La Colombe. Uh, it's some of my favorite coffee. Um, because like I'm thinking you're supposed in the to morning.
1: take them to coffee. You're not. <laughs> I'm busy.
0: That's the whole... I'm busy. Oh, you're too busy. I'm busy in the morning. Yeah. So in place of my presence is this basket. Mm -hmm. Uh, What else? Um, A. Oh, gosh. What
1: else? I always got coffee ready in the morning. They're leaving coffee if they want coffee.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, a T-shirt. The one thing that
1: makes me a terrible host Uh is that I drink my coffee black. So... When I go, hey, would you like a coffee? They go, yeah. And they go, oh, do you have any cream or sugar? You're like, oh, I actually have neither of those things. I try not to <laughs> digest either of them. Um, wait. So, what would the t shirt be? Would it be? It would a, be a Peter
0: d- Murphy shirt, or <laughs> it would be a double extra large, uh, Jesus white t shirt. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It just you know, one side. It's a one size fits all. Um, and it would be. I'm making From a t
1: shirt up- cannon. If- <laughs> and i they're like on their way out they're like in their uber and you're like hold on a second
0: roll down the window yeah and it would say uh i got shot with oh, i slept with peter murphy and all i got was shot with this t-shirt got murphyed got <laughs> <laughs> yes
1: exactly exactly yeah if i was to really just shorten it we could just call it murphy
0: and somebody Get, getting Murphy. What, uh, what's that sex followed by a t-shirt cannon
1: yeah <laughs> with a little gift on the way out there we go here's a here's a little gift card for coffee yeah yeah Because yeah. i'm too
0: busy are you a good gift giver aaron I, I, it doesn't sound like it but i'm <laughs> you, are you a good gift giver do you give good gifts i give
1: good gifts if there's not a deadline for it if it's Christmas, I'm just going down a list of things. I'm like, I got to get this person and that person and this person. So, like, it's tough. There's always um, a deadline.
0: Why would you always be giving? A it, deadline. There's always a deadline. It's either a holiday, which is on one day, uh, unless you're celebrating, uh, say, Hanukkah, that's several days. So maybe you might not get them on the first day. But there's a couple of times day. a year,
1: or like two or three times a year, I'll run into something or Jeff Dower and we give each other gifts throughout the year. They're just like random. And every time I get one of those texts, like, Hey, I got something for you. It's usually pretty good, pretty dead on. And it's not like it's expensive. It's just pretty good. Um, And vice versa. I've done the same for him. Like just to be like totally weird with it. I found this like movie prop of an eyeball that like came out of someone's head or whatever. And I was like, got something for you. You're never going to guess. Was it
0: from who framed Roger Rabbit?
1: It looked a little gorier. It was from a just a cheap movie thing, okay. And he was just like, when he got it, he was like, "Dude, this is so perfect and so
0: stupid. Like you could never guess this thing." But it you was know, a great gift. I agree. I, that is a good gift, and it's very thoughtful. I don't, I don't like using the word stupid ever. Not that, not that you're, not that I'm offended that you use it. But so many people will say, will say a joke and be like, "That's so stupid," or like, "Oh, this gift is stupid." Mm-hmm. i don't think of anything as stupid i think of everything as either like thoughtful maybe this is the florida in me where everything's stupid and random but mm-hmm. i just think that is thoughtful um and specific and sincere i don't know i don't yeah. think of things as stupid it's just like if it's a joke yeah the intent is to be funny so i, I don't know like any to anything i think about for more than a second is I feel not- like my brother's
1: really hard to buy gifts for.
0: Mm. And so
1: I always just buy him movie prop replicas for movies he likes.
0: Oh, nice. What are, what are some, uh, some things that you've purchased for him in the past? Like, we grew
1: up watching the movie Robin Hood, and Disney released those books. You know how those old Disney movies start off with a book opening up, and there's, like, yeah. a painting on the inside? They've released those as replicas that you can buy. Wow. And so I bought him one of those. I bought him, like, the Jurassic Park... Um, Mosquito and Amber, I believe I did. Jimmy, if I didn't, tell me I didn't, and I'll buy it for you now. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's very cool, very thoughtful. <laughs> yeah, just like those sorts of things. I bought him a I little see. Buster Wolverine, just like things that he. I know he would like that. His wife wouldn't buy him, you know, like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Got no. Oh, wait, what's this. the
1: best and worst gift you've ever received?
0: That I've ever received. Uh, best gift, man, in high school. There was a pair of uh, soccer. Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say boots because they're they're for indoor. They're indoor soccer boots, uh, soccer shoes, and they were sold out everywhere. And uh, it was it was around my birthday and Christmas. My birthday is December twentieth. Obviously, you know when Christmas is uh, the twenty fifth. Oh, and your, your Christmas is on my Christmas. Yeah, we had the same. Dude, we celebrate the, the same, same Christmas? Christmas. That's, That's crazy. crazy. And somehow it, these David Beckham soccer boots were sold out everywhere, in person, online, like literally everywhere. And somehow my uh, grandma found a way to get them delivered on December twenty third, and it's twenty third or twenty fourth, actually. Uh, I think it was Christmas Eve, which made were it. were they in like, a basket? And you're like, which grandma. made it yeah, right? it? yeah, she had to get. <laughs> She had to go all the way up to New York to see Derek Jeter, Uh, and that was the best. The worst gift, I mean, uh, what's the worst gift I've ever been given? Uh, I don't know. I think even where I'm just
1: like, what the hell?
0: (laughs) I always appreciate everything. I I also have no expectation, particularly with gifts and birthdays, having grown up so close to Christmas, I don't expect anyone to honor Get my birthday that. That's to very
1: nice. How polite, but I'm sure you've been given something where you're like, I'm never gonna wear this. Um wear it. I'm never gonna use such a thing. Like, I don't read that many books. And so when someone gives me a book, oh. it better be like dead on the money if I'm gonna read it. You know, like if it's just like kind of just a book you're just like all right cool i'm never gonna read this book
0: yeah i'm thinking about the all-time offensive gifts book you know a self-help book is uh, sending a certain oh message. that'd be
1: great if it was just like if it was a self-help book about something real specific they're like choosing better partners peter yeah. you know like
0: <laughs> also cologne is a very Hysterical gift uh, to give somebody—it's uh, very. I don't funny like. Uh, I've been terrible. given some
1: how-to like comedy books, and I'm like, "Hey, um, don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, haven't you even seen me. You can't beat perfection. Uh, no, I just like I dislike the word stupid. I also am most oh like I'm never I never rate a gift as bad. I'm just like oh, well you know this is thoughtful or it's like uh-huh. it's like it's like the act of getting and giving roses it's not the flowers themselves it's the fact that which i've been broken up for for flowers i want to hear that but it's the act of going out in the middle of your day going out of your way to a store getting those flowers and then you know bringing them somewhere else with your balloon or whatever you got broken up over flowers yeah i was at trader joe's in okay. line Cause
1: I was like, I was leaving the comedy store and I was like, Hey, going to stop by Trader Joe's one anything?" And she was like, yeah, like some pasta sauce or something stupid. Just something generic like that. I went to the thing and right by the register, there was flowers on sale and I was like flowers on sale. I'm already buying her pasta sauce. I'll just get her flower. And the next day she like broke up with me. She's like, you don't trust a person who gives you flowers. That's someone who's out there cheating. You probably weren't even at the comedy store. And I was like, copy.
0: Wow. That's awful. I've had that happen before.
1: And I was even like, they were, I just got them because they were on sale. Like it was, I thought it looked pretty good for $5,
0: you know, like. Man, that's, that's something else, man. That, that person is uh, going through some type of uh, trauma or uh, is carrying a baggage because, you know, gifts are, gifts don't need to necessarily have a reason. And you were going out of your way to be, you know, nice about it. I was trying to be a
1: gentleman. I know. Well, you know, which is, Lesson number, uh, I guess, fifty. You know, like don't be nice.
0: Yeah, some people, some people don't respond well to that, do they? Like the No, no, you got to, no, you got to figure that stuff out. I think that's on a case by case basis, right? It one hundred percent is. Yeah,
1: some people want the door open for them. Some do not.
0: How I'm a door open kind of guy. I I look to see who's behind me. Unless I'm walking into my apartment complex, then I close that door immediately because i have made the mistake of letting people into the apartment and they didn't live here they just stole packages <laughs> see what a
1: nice guy lesson learned help them
0: like you open the door when they're walking out with all these
1: packages like your arms are full <laughs> right on the way out um <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's crazy you live in unit 7 16 and 24
0: you're nuts yeah exactly it's like oh wow <laughs>
1: I met him at Third Wheel. We both work at Third Wheel together. Love it. I still want to get the guys who founded it. They're all so busy running the theater. I'm trying to get any one of the guys who founded it to come on and talk about founding a theater. I think it's fascinating. But through that, I was able to meet previous guests like James Demon and now Peter Murphy. Oh, Katie Madsgar. All of them met from Third Wheel. Third Wheel's, of course, I'm in... on the inside of it. So I'm like, Third Wheel's great. But I... yeah, Third Wheel's great. I love Third Wheel. And Peter Murphy's a part of the, why I love it. You know, every time I walk in and see him work in the bar or whatever, I'm excited. We talk. We hang. And I have an open mic every Monday where I give people challenges to get an extra minute. It's the extra minute open mic. And Peter Murphy has an open mic right after me every Monday. So we're back-to-back open mics on Monday. His open mic gets way better attendance. Uh, it's 10 minutes. He gives you 10 minutes. I give you depending on how many people are in the room, which is usually about 5 to 7. But because it's 10, which like no open mic gives out here, people sit there and wait for the opportunity. And that's great. Um, Love Peter Murphy. Always fun to talk to him. Always. He has an ability to make everyone feel like they're the funniest person in the room. And that is magical. And I love it. You know, like it is, it is purely lovely. And I do not do that well. So I definitely, I look up to it and I, I like it a lot. So thank you, Peter. Love having him on. Should have him on again. I don't know. I, should, I shouldn't I should say that. Well, the episode just came out. You know, like, give it time. Let it rest, Aaron. I get too excited. I, I do that. I'm too much. Next week, I have a guy named David Dorward. Now, if you know me, and if you've been around stand-up for as long as I have, David Dorward and I started together... David Dorward had a very unique voice. You'll hear it next week, like physically a unique voice coming out of his face. And a very funny man. And I he kind of dissipated a little bit. And I talked to him about it. Because you go, oh cool, the better things happen for David Dorward. Because I always thought, and you'll hear it when you hear his voice, this guy's gonna be the voice of an iconic cartoon character. You know, like he has like that kind of voice. And And so, like, you know, when he does disappear, like, because in comedy that happens a lot. People disappear for, like, three years. And then all of a sudden you find out that they got cast in Star Wars or something. (laughs) You know, like, it's like, wait, what? That's happened a couple of times, not with Star Wars, but, like, they got cast in something huge. And all of a sudden you're like, the guy I haven't seen in years is because he got his own sitcom and now it's out. And that took years for it all to happen. But, like, so that's not the kind of gigantic thing that happened for David. David does have a good life, though. But it, hes it's not like he has a Disney movie coming out where he's going to become the iconic voice. I made it sound like that. Um, but he's next week. was excited to just see him again. I haven't seen him in forever. Um, I don't know if I talked about it, but we actually were at the same bar to watch the Cubs win the World Series. They're both Cubs fans. But we were at different tables. So I would just hear him yelling <laughs> from the... From the other side of the bar. It was really packed and crowded. So it wasn't like, hey, there's room over here. There wasn't room over here. There wasn't room over there. There was no room anywhere. Um, I think I've had everybody, almost everybody that was at the table with me has been on the podcast with the exception of Kate Quigley. Who watched all seven of those World Series games with me. Because she was from Cleveland and her team didn't win. And that's the kind of sport she is. You know, and she was great about the whole thing. Um, All right. That's it. That's our episode. Follow me at Aaron M. Marsh on everything. You can um, rate, review, subscribe to this podcast. I enjoy it. Rate, review, subscribe to my other podcast, Is This The Way? It's coming back uh, in a couple weeks when Kenobi comes out. And I think that wraps this up, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening, and thank you for putting up with me.